money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's really good because... I just shook my head, though. If we watched Lie to Me, you would say that I'm not ready to talk money. If you're watching on the YouTube, she shook her head no, but she said said yes. Yes, Yes, I'm ready to talk money. Way to go. Because Well, I was just going to say, because if you're not ready, because you shook your head no, um, it's just me. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We say this often, so that's an old thing. We should shift that intro. Okay. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, as I said, it's just Rev and I in the studio today, so you just get the both of us. And we're talking about math, which is really exciting for me, not so exciting for Reb. Although I think today's topic has got her a little bit jived, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Want to just shout out, today's show is sponsored by More Than Enough Financial. Thank you, Rebecca, for sponsoring today's you're show. You're very welcome. Um, and if you are listening and you're like, hey, I would love to to get uh, more involved, find out a little bit more about what we do at More Than Enough, the first place really to start is on the website, morethanenough.ca, and there's so much information and so much resources there. The second place to go is pick up the phone and call the office, 613-520-4157. You'll get a real live person, unless we're on the phone, in which case you'll get a real live person calling you back. And we'd love to talk to you about money, about God, about all of the the interactions that happen there. And uh, so, yeah, feel free to reach out. Uh, if you're looking for the podcast or a specific podcast, you can do that uh, right there on the website. Uh, you'll see the link to the podcast. You can also go to chri.ca. Thank you, chri, for letting us host the podcast there. And notmine.ca. And again, if you've been listening to the show, you know we have Ray Borg on often from Financial Discipleship Canada and uh, notmine.ca. So that's where you can get it. And of course, if you're listening on the any of the podcasting platforms, um, thank you for listening. Uh, I saw just recently 29,000 downloads through iTunes. So thank you 29,000 times. I really appreciate the support that you give us. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little uh, promo though. It's mm-hmm. um, because it's, we're almost at the end of September. Um, the fourth Tuesday of September, um, every September, Lord willing, um, David does a financial fitness seminar right. and through COVID we did it online and we still do it online. It's convenient for all kinds of people. Um, it's September 26th. It's Tuesday night, this coming Tuesday. And you can go to our website and in the top right corner, just click on the financial seminar button and it will take you to get registered. If you have problems with that, you can call the office and register that way. So we know, and, um, you get a link to, um, the live event that you do. And it's a really, it's one that has, is, it's a financial seminar that you've done for many years that I still love doing it. Yes. That's, I mean, quite literally, I think it's been about 15 years that, 
um, when the genesis of More Than Enough started, Lynn Fraser, who was my partner and, and the co-founder of More Than Enough, was doing that seminar as a community service and we have just kept doing that. As yes, a we do it service. about four times a year mm-hmm. now. And there's uh, on our YouTube channel, there is the yeah. recorded version we did in 2019. Um, but it is about debt repayment. It's, there's way more to it than that. The debt snowballs in there. But we'd encourage you if if you don't know where to start and you're struggling and you're wondering when the interest rates are going to go down, um, because we hear that question a lot, you might want to visit that seminar. And uh, Dave would love to have you. So that's and, on and, the 26th. And I will say, you know, okay, go to the YouTube channel and you'll get the recorded version. But it is so much more but, fun oh, yeah. when we do it live. Yes. I, um, I learn something just about every time from those that participate. Uh, we have a great time. We have fun talking about money, if you can imagine. So, we have fun talking <laughs> about money, so. Um, I want to, what would it look like um, if you understood the compounding mm. interest that happens on your debt? Right. How would you live and what decisions would you start to make differently today? If you understood what that compounding interest looked like. So I said that twice. So we want to talk about something today. Actually, the next two weeks, I mean, everybody, it seems, is talking about money. Mm-hmm. Everyone's concerned about the interest rate, as we've said. Um, there's a lot of hope people are putting there in the rescue uh, for their financial situations right now. Um, they're looking to a lower interest rate to be the answer. And we want to talk in the next few weeks about what, what does that mean? Um, if it doesn't go down, what if we're at the norm now? And, um, not to say we told you so or anything like that, because that's, well, okay, I just kind of did, but, um, <laughs> David has been saying this for a number of years. Financial people who are in the financial advising, counseling, coaching world have been saying, get ready, the interest rates are going up. And I know this may feel like a guilt thing, and that's not my intent, but what do we do now, mm-hmm. right? So I want to read some scripture. Can, can, can if, I throw something in there? Okay, to um, be nicer than I am? No, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, again, um, you know, just going back to the, the history, when Lynn and I first started more than enough 15 years ago, this was the issue. The One of the things that, that was a burden on, uh, specifically on Lynn's heart, uh, was that the interest rates are so low and, and um, they're not sustainable that low. And we need to take advantage as, as a, literally as a country, we need to take advantage of these low rates shed our debt, get rid of the debt that we have, because as the interest rates are going to increase, and it was inevitable, you know, we didn't know when, we didn't know how much. Yes, it was a surprise this, you know, in 2022, 2023, the speed at which the interest rates rose, and and that was not anticipated, all of those things. But the core issue here was, was that we, the, the message that we wanted to say over this last 15 years, and I hope we've articulated it well and often enough, was that the interest rates are going to go up. And when they do, being in a position where your debt, again, debt is not a sin, it is a weight. 
And so, you know, in the last year and a half, I like using that picture. You know, we've been carrying backpacks with the dead on our backpack. And for some people up until the last couple of years, it's been manageable. It's been pretty good. But that weight has now tripled, quadrupled. Uh, You know, we were at one and a half percent interest rates and now they've gone up to five and a half percent interest rates. And so that weight has tripled in a very short period of time. And that is the pressure that I have every day, the conversation we have. Again, no guilt. This is not about, this is not about, oh, I did something wrong or this is about, we are now carrying this weight. And, um, and if we are, how do we navigate this? Uh, again, I, I love the, the backpack idea that if you were walking down a, you know, just walking down a road with a backpack with 20 pounds in it, okay, I can manage that. Well, what happens if that backpack instantaneously has 60 pounds in it? Well, I, I just heard a story about someone's mortgage going up like $1,000 every mm-hmm. two weeks. or mm-hmm. And that that's hard. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate that. Uh, that difficulty a lot. So we want to talk about the seriousness of compounding interest on debt today. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, um, hopefully we can give some hope. Uh, you know, the hope to me sometimes is just getting aware and being honest with the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I will say, I, <laughs> Dave and I were, I I have to confess this, actually. You know, you told me what was on our visa. And I'm like, no, I, I can't be right. I've been keeping track on that. And then I went and looked myself. And he goes, you don't trust me. I'm like, mm. I'm like, okay, there's something happened that I was not aware of on that. And I'm just confessing that to you, that I'm not always um, as on it as I am. There's some things that sneak in and I... And if we're not talking about money as it's been busy this last summer, you know, we haven't had those conversations well enough. So that's our confession to you. So we're in the same boat as everybody else. But giving, getting aware of the truth around the interest even might be enough to shock us <laughs> into some behavior change. I don't know. Um, so, but I do want to just read a couple verses from scripture because I read an interesting article this week. You know, um, it said that uh, what did it say about 95% of verses that deal with debt deal with how to deal with debt. We release debt, we forgive debt, we run from debt. Um, and he, of course, is talking not just about financial, but the, the weight of sin. And, um, you know, when we carry someone else's, um, you know, offense toward us, we want to release all that kind of debt, you know, and we think people owe us or whatever. You know, scripture talks a lot about releasing and forgiving debt. But then he took a step back and he said, well, how do we get into debt? And I love this dissection of, we talk about debt a lot of the time, but I'm not sure I've, we've ever just said, well, the first step is actually that you borrowed money from somebody and you now can't pay it back. And scripture has a couple things to say, uh, a few things to say about borrowing. In Exodus 22, verse 14, it says, if anything is borrowed, it should be paid back. If what is borrowed is lost or injured, full restitution must be made. Now, I always think of that interesting story, and I didn't write it down, but it's coming to me now. The one that you always are puzzled by about the axe 
getting lost right. in the river. And is it Elisha? I believe <laughs> it it's Elisha. Elisha. Yes. And they borrowed, and the men come and say, but we borrowed the axe, so we need to get the axe back. And I don't know what Elisha does, but it's a prophetic, it's, miraculous thing. It, it, it falls into the Jordan. <laughs> I think it's the Jordan River, but it falls into a river, which, again, is like, what were they doing, oh, chopping wood in a river? <laughs> I don't know. Like, the, the scene is a little bit weird. But, I, I should have gone to re- read that. it rises over to the water, and he gives it back to him. And I heard, uh, it always baffled me with that, uh, until I actually heard somebody say, pay attention to the fact that the axe was borrowed and and that it wasn't actually theirs. And so mm-hmm. there was distress among the men who said, yeah. we have to give this back and we can't give it back because essentially we lost it. And they came to Elisha, the man of God, and said, can you help us restore what has been lost? And And when it was yeah. said like that, I went, oh, God is so cool about putting those things in scripture. So, because- and that's a great example. Mm-hmm. So there's a piece of hope for us. Lord, we've borrowed, we borrowed something that doesn't belong to us. Will you help us restore that back to whom it belongs? Anyway, that's a great prayer you can pray, actually. That, then there's another verse and it comes from Psalm 37 and it's quite, um, uh, you know, it's serious. And it's like, oh, do I even really want to read that on the radio today? But, um, you know, he, it's Psalm 37, and it's a Psalm of David. Mm-hmm. And he says this, The wicked borrows and does not repay, mm-hmm. but the righteous shows mercy and gives. For those blessed by him shall inherit the earth, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. That's also a hope verse for mm-hmm. today. You know, we can we can get into debt for all kinds of reasons. We borrow, can't repay it back. We're struggling, stressed. But in our seeking of the Lord, you know, his righteousness covers us. And we can go to him in honesty and repentance and say, God, help me. And he orders our steps in it. I have been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging bread. He is ever merciful and lends and his descendants are blessed. There's a lot in those verses. But to go back to what David says, that the wicked borrows, so I don't want to tell anybody out there that you're wicked, but the wicked borrows and does not repay, mm-hmm. um, but the righteous shows mercy and gives. And if the word of God isn't serious enough for us to change our behavior or thinking, I know there's a lot to that, and mm-hmm. there is no judgment because there is so much so many guidelines and principles and commands that sometimes I think, Lord, how do we obey them all? Like that's a like how do Scripture we, says we can't. We, yeah, right. Which is why we have Christ, right? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, right. So we go to Christ and say, Lord, help me yeah. because, you know, and we repent and we turn back to him and say, you know, I haven't been following your word. I want to. So, so saying all of that, I know we're already halfway through the show, but these are really important things to grasp, you know, to ask questions. Why am I not following his word? Why don't I want to read what he says about debt? Is it, does it, you know, I listen to the world around me. Is this what God's really saying? And we can make all kinds of excuses. But we want to share the rule of 72, which some of you know about in terms of providing compound interest for our investments. But what happens when we take that rule and apply it to debt? 
Right. So um, I'm going to just back up one little step um, because we're, we're just talking about some of the motivation for more than enough and why we do it. Right. One why we st- help people with debt, you mean? Yeah. Okay. One of the statistics, uh, and it dir- is directly related to this verse, is around, um, we know that you know, from a Canadian family, the giving is about 1%, I think, uh, somewhere mm, around yeah, 1%. Yeah, or even less. Um, less than 1%, we'll say. And, and again, I, I didn't look up the statistic before the show, but it's around 1% or less than 1%, where we know that um, the the actual interest costs paid, the, 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 the carrying cost of interest for the Canadian family is somewhere around 11 to 12%. And of course, we don't have current statistics with that. I imagine it's getting higher as the interest rates I know. Rates go I up. haven't been able to find but, a current stat on that. But that one's from a few years ago that it was 11%. And so, you know, the reality is, is that was always a motivator for me to say, listen, um, we, can we flip that? Can we actually say, you know what? I would much rather give the 11% to things that are, I care about, to, to making our, our world a better place than giving the 11% to the banks, uh, which is essentially what we're doing is, is, you know, that 11% debt carrying cost is, is money that we literally just give away to the banks and the banks make money. Now, if you work for a bank, then that's how you get paid. And we know the economy and I'm not bank bashing at all. I'm just saying statistically, that was always a motivator for me to say, can we flip that? Could we give 2% of, of the money to the bank and then still be profitable? And maybe 11% to see if the, you know, the world can be a better place. And, and this is really what David's writing here. He's saying, you know, when we borrow money, we are limited in how we can give. And when we don't borrow money, when we actually, then, then we have money that we can give. And I can say from my conversations over the last years with so many people, and I have seen it play out. So kudos to all of you who have reduced your debt Mm -hmm. and increased your giving. I have seen that time and time again, people come and they come in and they say, one of the motivators for me for getting rid of this debt is Mm -hmm. because I I want to be more generous. And guess what? That actually does play out. You all are are doing that. And you're saying, you know, if I didn't have this debt, then I would be more generous. And then you go and and we work on getting rid of the debt. And then we we see that generosity increase uh, significantly. And so I just want to say kudos to you, Lou. Now let's talk about the rule of 72. Okay, you have to explain. I I read this article that Mm -hmm. um, Dave and I have talked about the rule of 72 as as far as investing goes, but I never thought about it in terms of debt. So um, the rule of 72 is Einstein's simple shortcut to figure out how long it takes for an interest compounded value to double. It's not exact, but it's never more than half a year off. Just divide 72 by your interest rate, and there you have how long it would take for the loan of investment amount to double. Mm -hmm. 1% takes 72 years, 5% 15, 10% is 7.2 years, 20% is 3.6 years, 36% doubles in two years. When you have investments, that's great. Like investments that... Correct. And we always love to use the rule of 72 on our investments because we can go, wow, if I get a 10% interest rate, then my investment's going to double in seven years or seven and a half years. Right. But so now we're talking, though, about flip that. Right. So you have debt and you have that debt and an interest rate of 10 percent. 
it takes 7.2 years for your debt to double. And think about this again. Uh, I mean, one of the things we know, and let's say we're using a, a credit card debt that we've been carrying for five years. Um, you know, there is a minimum requirement. There is an interest, uh, and it, well, maybe an almost interest payment required on your credit card. It's not a, a straightforward interest, uh, interest or interest only payment. Right. But, you know, so we get fooled a little bit because what this rule says is, is that you don't make any payments. So I have, I have a debt. I don't make any payments on that debt and it will right. take seven years right. to do okay. it. Right. Okay. Most of us will then make that interest payment. So we might have that debt for seven years and you're like, Dave, it didn't double. Well, the question is, did it go down? No, you're paying that interest cost, right? And so just be aware that when we talk about the rule of 72 from a debt perspective, the assumption is is you're not making any payments on that debt at all. So one of the um, great parts... If this is an incentive for you, if you don't like paying interest and then you're realizing, oh man, how much, you know, especially when we buy things that are in the garbage six months down the road, Correct. right? Yes. That That's the, like, yes. you, you start thinking about the interest, like put that in your mind. So we've got you putting God's word in your mind and then you got another incentive, the actual interest that we're being charged and you're looking at the value of something in your child. Let's say our Serena asks for, I don't know, another car is a good example. Or a car is a, car yeah, is a okay. good, great example because often we think I can't afford to buy a car without some sort of loan. Right, right. Yeah. But then you look at it and you go, okay, so there is an interest cost associated with that car. Say it's 8% or whatever right. it is. And again, um, you know, I know that there's some 0% deals out there and there's right. 3% deals. And, but one we've seen with cars is, is that the amortization has stretched in the sense that the payback is now eight years or even 10 years. I've seen some 10 year car loans and you're like, so the minute that the car goes off the lot we see depreciation and we talk about that but when you get to the end of your loan the the goal here is is to have some value left in the car that the loan reduces at a faster rate than the car depreciates okay and that doesn't happen with a tv the minute that you get a tv you put it on your visa it's 21 percent and you can't turn around and sell that TV really for anything of value so now I'm paying 21 percent on something that has zero value um, in a car, it's a halfway in between. Right. It depreciates in value. And the goal is just to try and pay it back and reduce that interest cost. Again, if I'm looking at that rule of 72, then I go, oh, the cars, the, the cost of the car is actually going to double over the course. Again, assuming that I don't make any payments, I am making payments, principal and interest payments. So, so anyone listening who like doesn't like math, I'm like, okay, you're just like, I, you know, how does someone like me start to care about all of these details? Like, what do I do? I mean, keeping it simple, right? And, and this is a message that we've said, debt is not a sin, it's a burden. Let's avoid it as much as we can. And using, uh, again, our, our scripture from, from Psalms today to say, and that will allow us more freedom. It will allow us to to see the need in our community and say, hey, I've got some resources. Maybe I don't have the time to, but I do have the money to, 
and I can contribute to, to, uh, to something that's on my heart. It allows me the freedom to be more generous. When we have debt, we aren't as free. So if you can find margin, I mm. guess, because we want to do some hopeful yeah. comments. If you can, if you can say, you know what? I'm committed because we realize this takes commitment. Mm. You have debt. Accepting the fact that the interest rates aren't going to change. Maybe they will, but what if they don't? We want to take today as the reality. Mm-hmm. What can you do to start eating away at the debt you have? And right now, a lot of people say that that is like impossible because of inflation. But if we take these concerns to the Lord, He is a creative, loving God. Mm. I was just talking to our colleague Debbie yesterday, and she's like, I remember my parents buying, having the farm at 18% interest. Yeah. I remember how hard it was, and there were some days we, they thought they were going to lose it. Sure. Now, by grace, they didn't, but she still remembers how hard it was in those 80s living with that. And, you know, maybe I was thinking, maybe we have to get some folks on here to talk about those days what do, what do people do find people in your life who have lived through circumstances like this and i think we can uh we can use the rule of 72 maybe as a bit of a motivator to say you know this is not a new financial principle um in the sense of saying we all recognize that when we have debt that it compounds against us um and and you know, the, the simple encouragement is, is that if you have debt, let's make it a, a choice and a decision and, and more so a, a determination to get rid of the debt because you maybe want to be more generous or you maybe want to just get rid of the, the 60 pounds you're carrying mm-hmm. on your back because that is weighing you down emotionally, spiritually, and physically. We know the effects that financial stress has on uh, our yeah. entire body. And so you're just saying, you know what? Now is the time, whether it's high interest rates or low interest rates, maybe that's a motivator. But now is the time that I'm just going to say, what do I need to do to get rid of this? And I'm willing to, it is going to mean sacrifice because mm-hmm. Or commitment, or change of thinking. You know, Romans 12, verse 2, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind Mm -hmm. so that you will know God's good, pleasing, and perfect will. You know, it is a transformation both in knowing the reality as a motivator of the rule of 72, but also being in the word and then asking God to help you walk this out. I was just going to say, and do not be surprised when you bring that to the Lord, that the Lord says, man, I want to, re- I want to take that debt off of you. And, and I want to do that in a way. And, and, and the Lord gets involved in, in reducing and eliminating and getting that debt off. That is part of the reason that Christ came is to, to get take the bondage, yes. all of our bondage, not just the, the emotional, spiritual one that we often talk about, which is absolutely true. Restoring the relationship between God and man. Yes. But also recognizing that debt is one of those things, money is one of those mm-hmm. things that is in the middle there, and, and Christ wants to take that burden away. And he gets excited. I know he gets excited when we say, we're just going to do this practical thing for the glory of God and mm-hmm. because of our relationship with him. So, Lord... It's prayer time? Is that why? Oh, well, how do we pray, Lord, other than say, send help? Help us, Lord, have a desire to do 
our lives like you uh, have shown us how we can live through Christ, through your word, and, and help us have these practical things like the rule of 72 motivate us into change. Lord, this is a transformation by your spirit. We realize we cannot do it because our flesh cries out for the things of the world so often. So we ask for your help in this, and we pray this in your beautiful name, Jesus. Amen. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Reb. Thank you more than enough. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.